previously on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Welcome, you're listening to DC on CW Arrow Edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app. That's available on iTunes App Store and the Google Play Store. Simply search Rain Man Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Once you get there, leave us a review. It helps us show out. We really appreciate it. As always, I am your show host, Ryan Denton. And in the studio with me today is Bobby Doherty. Hello, hello. And Michael Flores. Yeah, hello. And we have a special guest on uh, online. Uh, wow, that's not it. Um, <laughs> Metallica. <laughs> Metall- yes, Lars Ulrich is online. Uh, Jess, hello. Uh, one of our listeners, Jesse Hansen. Hey, what's up, guys? Just, hey. So, uh, yeah, we've got uh, we got a full crew tonight for this uh this episode, a real, a real manly crew. It's a very manly crew. We're very good looking. Luckily, Obviously, I'm the best. Here. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, just to bring race into it immediately, I'm just happy that I, there's more than just one Mexican. So when on I make a Mexican today. joke now, it pertains to two people. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. So now you can be racist to more than yeah, one person. Down with the brown. Perfect. Yeah. Down with the brown. Yeah. That, that, wait, down with the brown? That sounds kind of. Uh... Yellow, let it mellow. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, oh. oh, we're not talking about flushing toilets. Yeah, yeah. No. I was really yeah. wasn't sure where you were going with that one. All right. So anyways. So racist, man. Oh, shut up. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, today we'll be breaking down and discussing Arrow Season 6, Episode 2, Tribute. Oliver and the team have to figure out how to get the heat off of him being exposed as the Green Arrow. Um, not going to lie. After last episode, when they left us with that cliffhanger, I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, we did this before. And then I was like, what? And then, yeah, that's basically how I felt about this episode. I, I thought it was bullshit that they're like, well, you got off for being the hood. This guy, this guy. <laughs> totally different. Totally different guy. Oh, dude. I mean, because archers just run around the city. Yeah, dude. Well, they typically do. I mean, how many archers have we had on the show? Cupid? Five? Uh, at least. Six? Five or six, at yeah. least. That's a lot, dude. Apparently, he just they just run around Star City like it's nobody's business. You just go to the archery club and figure out who's <laughs> hanging out there, right? You just like you're like, oh man, then who, just go down to Cabela's and figure out who's buying the who's fucking buying the sweet compound bows. <laughs> yeah, dude. D- wow, how come they never done that? <laughs> Investigate Cabela's on Arrow, <laughs> dude. I would die. Oh, I love Cabela's by the way, um, <laughs> and the tennis ball manufacturers. <laughs> The tennis ball man, are stupid. All right, you're, you're in collusion. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, Bobby's a regular FBI agent, dude. He, dude, he's better than the one in this show. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's because Ryan doesn't like black. People. It's not a race thing. Oh. Damn it! I oh, like Jesus. Diggle. Come on, guys. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump. Because he's not in charge. 
yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. If he was in a position of power, you might not like him. No, no, I like it's Diggle. He he's in a position. He, he of can power. tell Ryan what to do all anytime he wants. Oh, he could tell me anything. Swing for my bicep, fool. I could probably do. I could. I'd it's swing. Damage now. Uh, you notice uh, Diggle's biceps look huge this season. Well, yeah. he's so he. It's a. It's kind of an illusion. I mean, he has big arms. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But they give him like shorter, you know, length sleeves. This is all since Ryan has become. Jim Douche Ryan. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Do you have a Fucking tape measure dick. in your pocket at all times? Uh, yeah, well, it's not for my arms, my dick. So, anyways. Um, let <laughs> hey. All right. Anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and take control of the show here. And we're going to go into news. Um, and probably the one that pained Bobby the most to put into this uh <laughs> this show today. Mm -hmm. Um, because we heard Oliver say Bruce Wayne twice. And the internet and myself and Gotham loses their fucking who? shit, dude. Yeah, who? Yeah, Bruce yeah. Wayne. Who's that? Who's Bruce Wayne? Some shit show. This is now. Let's talk. I will agree with that. Let's talk about this. This is the third time that Wayne has been mentioned in the Arrowverse. Uh, so the newspaper with Barry in Crisis. Um, Supergirl makes mention of him uh, while talking about her cousin Superman working with a vigilante with lots of gadgets and demons. So, dude, this is, I mean, how much longer are we going to beat around the bush, dude? Like, come on. Come on. I know Bobby's like wants to kill me right now because I always uh, bring no, this shit up. It's, it's but, fine. I, I just, I hate the false hope. That's my problem. So let me well, hold on. So let it, me get this right. Is it officially? It's not. I don't think. It, I think we can officially say that it's not false hope. He exists. He is there. They. There is no more beating around the bush. They straight up said Bruce Wayne has he left yes. Gotham City. It's no longer beating around the bush. Now it's only it's a, true. A mat, it's only a matter of time and how they execute it. It will happen. Are you calling that? Oh, dude, absolutely. I mean, why would you do that? I, yes, I, it's I, I fan mean, service, and it creates fantastic headlines. Well, they've been doing it with Hal Jordan for this whole time, too. Yeah, that's but, true, but we but actually watched not, Hal Jordan but, but, walk let's, through. But let's actually put those on a scale of, of importance in terms of mainstream. Batman, Hal Jordan. Everyone knows who Batman is, whether you're a comic book nerd or not. Hal Jordan, it's a, you have to have that, that knowledge a bit more. It's Green Lantern. Most people, yeah, but most people don't know who Green Lantern is. When you compare it to Batman, nobody knows who that is. You've got a point, but the the fact of the matter is, is it? I understand, Bobby. I understand where you're coming from because it's like you're dangling the ultimate, you know, superhero in a big D in your right. Face. This big black D, right, just slapping, mushroom stamping you in the forehead, yeah. and then you never get to gobble it. Sometimes you got to face your fears. Uh, Wait, what? I'm so confused. Is there a guy? You just gotta gobble it. Uh, oh God! Come on, come on! I just, I think this one's tough, and I get, I get where Bobby's coming from because I, it, I, I just I, think it irritates me that the, the Bruce Wayne that I see on TV is a fucking the the mini gimp on Gotham right now. <laughs> He's basically autistic Andrew. That's who he is. Oh, poor Andrew. He is. He comes off no, as very I, autistic. I, I give. I like Andrew better than I like yeah, Bruce Wayne. That's on actually Gotham. a good point. But no, I just. I don't know, man. I, I think it, it's a tough situation because you've got you've got this character that everyone wants to see and they want to see oh, Batman. God. They want to see like a legit version of Batman. And especially in the Arrowverse, I think he would fit, especially with Arrow. Um, yeah. So it, it's tough to keep doing it and keep doing it. It's like, look, man, we're in season six of Arrow. When are we? Is this going to happen or not? 
And this, that's the thing. This is how it's going to ha- This is how it's all going to play out. Okay. The CW has a franchise. It's an entire universe of shows. Right. Which means Arrow can cancel. Get the, the Arrow show can get canceled or end the show, whatever. But guess what? The CW Arrowverse continues. Gotham is a standalone show that has no universe to support it. So once that show ends in three or four years, guess what? They're not going to have Batman. They don't have dibs on Batman. The CW Arrowverse can utilize that Easter egg or name drop at any time they want. You think Gotham was scared? Yes, because CW has the power to do something with it. The Gotham Gotham is stuck with autistic 14-year-old Bruce Wayne. Who do you want? The real Dark Knight. Um, I'm actually very open, and I think autism is something that oh, needs Jesus. to be on TV. So um... <laughs> it is. It's called The Good Doctor, starring Psycho Kid uh, on ABC. Uh, is that the Doogie Howser one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Regardless, dude, I, I I agree, Mike. I think they will do it. But the fact of the matter is, is to, for them to keep kind of slapping us in the face with with the big black D um is starting to get old man i think it i think they're owning it honestly i think they i think this is the producers of the Arrowverse whipping their peen out and pissing all over the place saying guess what we're gonna be here for another five or six years minimum yeah and you're gonna be here maybe for two right and we will be doing batman whereas you by contract can never show this kid wearing the actual batman costume just the gimp costume I mean, let's not be. I mean, I I like the so, games. Which but. one of you came up with the theory that what if he uh, Stephen Amell just said "fuck you" and said it? That was Mike. Okay, Mike came up with the the "f you." You know, I'm just gonna use like ad lib this line. Wait, what? What did I say? Wow, that that, that um, what if Amell just ad libbed the line that oh, it yeah. wasn't supposed to be part of it, and that's why he was so smirky. Yeah, I mean, it came no off. Way, didn't dude. it come off as someone like almost like improv? It did a little bit. He, it did. Yeah. Well, that and I think he looked at the camera at one point. Yeah. You don't see that happen. It'd just be like the little wink. Like, <laughs> dude, if, if he would have looked and winked at the camera, I would have peed myself, dude. That would have been hilarious. Even if it wasn't, let's say it was planned. It was definitely meant to be meta. It was it was breaking the fourth wall. And I right. I would even go as you know, as far as saying that they were they were calling him out. I think they were calling Gotham out. They were they were firing shots. I don't mind a little controversy. As for yeah. the TV show Gotham? Yeah. Yeah. Um would he be the same age in that TV show or no. would he be older in the He'd be older in Arrow. He would yeah. be Batman. Because well, I mean the fact of the matter we is We don't even know what year gotham is in because it looked like it was old school at one time and then all of a sudden they had flip phones yeah so well not not to mention that but if you look at gotham's like you know villains compared to the to bruce wayne Mm -hmm. a lot of them don't match up like at all like age-wise age-wise yeah yeah. like it just doesn't make any fucking sense circus it's all over the fucking place riddler's like 104 yeah he's a dude he's an old decrepit that's why he has the cane not because he uses it to spin and like talk about like riddles it's to hold his ass up there is so much controversy surrounding that show the only people really into that show are the mainstream people that watch fox like true comic book people at I found out through scouring the internet aren't really into the show. They're really upset and say it's an, they always say it's an abomination to what Batman's supposed to be. I tried to watch the first season. I got through it. And then after that, I wanted to blow my brains out. Yeah. It's just not interesting. It's it not really interesting. isn't. It, it, dude, look, you're going to do a show about Gotham City and you're never going to have Batman show up. I'm sorry, dude. It's just not going to work. Well, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I mean, the original idea was far better. Bob and I talked about this. 
uh, just yesterday. The original idea was about was going to be a true show about Gotham and Gordon, and it was going to show you how Gotham got to be a shithole. Right. Yeah. And that was the original focus. But fans bitched, moaned and complained. They wanted to see Batman. So they gave us a child Bruce Wayne. And now fans don't even like that because it's a terrible concept. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's so with that, let's move on to our next. Uh, we could rant about that all day long. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and move into our next article. Um, Arrow, did Felicity just set up a crisis on Earth X villain? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, we talked about Bruce Wayne, blah, 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 name drop. But here's another name drop that happened in the episode we're getting ready to talk about. While trying to figure out who leaked the photo of Oliver Queen as Green Arrow, Felicity Smoke and Curtis Holt spent some time chatting about their non-team Arrow work situation, and Curtis reveal that, reveals that he's been doing some freelance coding work to pay the bills. Felicity ends up quizzing Curtis with the programming languages he uses, and he asks him if Python is one of them. Curtis responds not with confirmation that he is indeed using the coding language, but instead asks the supervillain? Um... Interesting, again, that Curtis would ask about the villain we haven't yet seen in the Arrowverse. So this is this is interesting. I actually it was fun. I, I know I actually like those scenes a lot. We'll talk yeah. about that when we talk about the episode, but I don't know much about Python. Um, but again, throwing out the name drops uh is pretty getting pretty frequent now. Yeah. And I, I always can get on board that because I mean it just it's it, the, the good thing about doing a show that takes place or the source material, I should say is a comic book. I mean, take advantage of the wealth of lore and mythology that's already built up in yeah. that world. Well, I mean, so, so a little bit about it's actually the black Python. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that's what Diggle calls us. That's what they were talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, he de- debuted in 2011's freedom fighter. Number three, the character doesn't have much comic book history, but he's uh, not on the side of the of the Freedom Fighters with the Crisis on Earth X crossover pitting the heroes against their evil Nazi-inspired doppelgangers and the Ray. A member of the Freedom Fighters making an appearance is it's possible that the Black Python could also pop up to help the bad guys. So again, this pop is <laughs> Dude, they were probably writing this like hee hee hee. Oh yeah, for sure. Black Python's popping up. <laughs> Does it spit? <laughs> Oh, pythons don't <laughs> spit though. Oh. Anyways, um, <laughs> shut up. He's the en- he's the enemy of Sandman. Who is the, the actual Python guy? Really? Yeah, it's not. Did they say Black Python? Yeah, because there is a Python. Man, Jacob Bernstein. Jacob, yeah, the other Python in DC comics. Enemy of uh, enemy of Sandman, which Sandman has been teased on Legends. Well, some a bitch. This in, dude, they're teasing all kinds of shit. Man, they're teasing us with pythons and black pythons and popping up. And <laughs> Was it the, just Cobra's going to come during? Cobra! <laughs> during dude. the crossover. Dude, it's going to be a G.I. Joe crossover. All kinds of just different snake. With ones. Kung Fu grips and shit. That would be amazing. I would I would laugh. I don't know, man. This is cool. I, I Like you said, Mike, using the whole... They've got such a plethora of of lore and 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 characters and stuff that they can delve into that people don't know about that they can they can use. And I think it's smart. We always talk about that, that they're very good in the Arrowverse of using characters that might be a C or D or even an E level villain yeah. and bringing them in and making them relevant. And I think that's cool. Um, uh, and I like how they do it. You know, the name drop. They might they might show up. They might not. Who knows? They, they it, and it really doesn't matter. It, just, it, it doesn't. Just, it just makes the world feel bigger and, yep. and legit. Yep. 
Absolutely. Well, that and we all know that these shows are about the internet. And yeah. it gets people to write articles like this and yep. people like us to discuss them. Yep, so exactly. why not use them when they can? So basically our discussion is clickbait. Yeah, well, I mean, we're a click, we're a clickbait network, anyways. Let's be completely honest. Um, so, anyways, guys, with that, uh, we're gonna go ahead and take. I don't it. know what that means. <laughs> don't worry about it. I think uh, Bob got really offended right now. I raised so much shit. <laughs> <laughs> with that, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about Arrow season six, episode two, trivia. But first, a quick break. Aww, people say he's just a pretty face. DC on CW. We'll be right back. All I'm saying is that someday we may be ready for a rated R Star Wars. But right now, putting the Star Wars name on things where people are already confused with Rogue One, and now you're throwing a radar rating, it's just it's too much confusion. It's not about disnifying, it's about making sure the mainstream audience and general audiences understand what's going on. Can yeah. you imagine that, dude? You, you go to see Star Wars and it has a rated R uh, rating on it, you're like, what? Yeah. What, 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 what is this? And on top of that, it's kind of like, for those people, those fans that want a rated R movie, you guys do realize that Star Wars was made for a younger audience. Yeah, you know what? Go, if you want something more adult, to go look up keywords on Google here. Star Wars parody porn. There you go. That's mature content right there for you. <laughs> there's, there's lots of shooting in people's faces and uh, all kinds of things. <laughs> See, I, 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 no. You Mike need to drop. have original Lucifer be the one they I think original Lucifer with. and alternate universe Lucifer are going to be shipped really soon on Twitter. I think they're, <laughs> they're going to fuse and become ultimate Lucifer. Ultimate Lucifer on Tumblr is going to be a ship. I'm going to actually make that. Hold on, I'm going yeah, to get that Twitter copyright handle. copyright that? I'm going to get that Twitter handle right now. Hold I'm on. ship Lucifer with Lucifer. Alternate reality no. Lucifer with Earth One Lucifer. Can we call this Earth One? No, don't get started no, with that. Don't. Let's Come call on. this... What, what are we going to call this then? Uh, Supernatural one, ultimate, uh, ultimate one, ultimate SB one, one SB and one, world one. That is, that is a terrible thing. What is this, Mario Brothers? I would love to see that on Tumblr. Get it started, guys. Oh, God. Send me your that. Lucifer fan fiction. I want to see Lucifer enter Lucifer. <laughs> very meta. <laughs> It'll be very Lucy. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrible. Wait, which one? Which one would be the girl? And which one would be the boy? Does that's it matter? Why do you got a? Why do you get a label? I'm not labeled. Why can't they just be both. two? I'm just curious which one would be the giver no, and which one would be the taker. Not- Don't miss Supernatural at Crossroads every week on Rainman Digital. Go to supernaturalacrossroads.com for more information. Thank you. 
Have you missed an episode of DC on CW? Catch up on all of our discussions from Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Just search DC on CW on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find it on the Rain Man Digital app. Just search Rain Man Digital from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Ryan Dedgett's tooth does not hurt. You're listening to him on DC on CW. All right, guys, we are back. This segment here, we're going to talk about Arrow Season 6, Episode 2, Tribute. This one was directed by Laura Belsey. Is that right? Did I, did I get that one right? No? No, no confirmation? All right. Uh, written by Adam Schwartz. Uh, and teleplay by Mark Guggenheim and Beth Schwartz. Adam and Beth, the Schwartz team. Man, Did you just make them a law firm? <laughs> yeah. For your injury needs. Uh, isn't the Schwartz the same thing in Spaceballs? No? Okay. What? Never mind. Uh, anyway, so... Your Schwartz is bigger than mine. <laughs> Thank you. There it is. Uh, is that what you needed? Yeah, I needed to. Bobby need... loves to just leave you hanging, man. Dude, he I does. Do. Like, and then he, then he comes That's why the... we need to get video, just because you can just watch me just stare at Ryan and like, watch yeah. him fucking burn. He trolls you during a show. <laughs> it's it's pretty <laughs> fucked up, dude. You know, he's he's supposed to be my backup homie, and he doesn't he doesn't do it. So no, he's your biggest troll. Yeah. Yeah, not a very good wingman. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty shitty wingman, actually. Oh, we don't even want to get into that. That'll be different stories. I'm a pretty damn good wingman. You're a decent wingman. What the hell was that? Message. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, this is a real good show. Um, let's start off with the, <laughs> with the dig. Mike shows up and everything, all hell breaks loose. Um, the Diggle dilemma. So, I, you know, Diggle last season uh, was dealing, wasn't really exactly the storyline. We were looking for him. And then this season, we're like, guess what? Diggle's going to be emotional and shit. And I'm like, oh, oh man. Is that what you're getting out of it? I get, dude, like, I, I see this being... You know, they're trying last season. We didn't really get much for him. You know, Oof. it was it was kind of like, OK, but this one, it, it's very Diggle centric. At least this episode was um, I'm OK with that, but it is going to be pretty. It seems fairly emotional. Am, am I reading it wrong? I, I don't know. I, I just uh, I got emotion from it. Yeah, for what sure. What kind of emotion? I mean, you're dealing with a guy who has a uh, big arms, an, an issue that's. That's uh, what degenerative. Yeah, yeah. Very, and it's uh, and he's not, he's not getting better. He's getting worse. Yeah, but I mean, how do you fix a problem like that? I don't know. They put uh, a nano thing in That's Felicity, and she too. can walk. As soon as I watched that, I was like, "Well, yeah, this that, is an easy fix, that, right, Palmer?" Okay. I, I didn't want to bring that shit up because it was just like it, it was way too many holes. I and wasn't like, gonna bring it up either. I was gonna try to have a discussion. <laughs> this, this I wasn't. I, I was the first thing I thought of, dude. Come yeah. on, let's be completely honest. Yeah, we we've seen that. We've seen future Oliver get a fucking fake arm. Yeah, we've seen John Barrowman get a fake arm. Yeah, you, dude. you can't get you can't give. We've seen someone. Kit. Yeah, we've seen someone we've who seen can't walk. Felicity with a fake personality for like the last three years. Oh, oh, oh. And, and annoying. Maybe they'll think he's like a Jax from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, just yeah, Kombat give him a, a yeah, make just him a cyborg. Arm. Just start ripping arms off and beating people with them. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I, no. I feel you with the emotional side. Yes, it's an easy fix per se if you yeah. really want to think about it. And maybe they'll figure out. Hopefully, they'll figure out a reason why that wouldn't work. Yeah. I, it, to me, I got the I got the feeling that yeah, they're trying to spell doom and gloom for um 
for Diggle, but also the connection and what it means for Oliver as well. Is he? Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing, dude. Like they, they Oliver spent basically the entire episode trying to convince the FBI that, hey, I'm not the Green Arrow. I was acquitted of being the Hood, you know, which I don't know how they don't think that the Hood is the same thing as the Green Arrow, but, you know, whatever. The fact of the matter is, is he spent the whole time and, and we see him kind of like, you know, going the route of passing it over to to Diggle because, you know, he's got his son and all these things. And but as an audience, we know what's going on with Diggle. So it's it's I don't know. It's so interesting to me to to go that whole route and then to have them throw it on Diggle when we know he's struggling. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree, especially because we like Diggle. Yes, I love Diggle. Like, yeah. So it definitely whenever you put Diggle's perspective future in peril, right. it, it does pull definitely for real well, at your heartstrings. However, but you start thinking about all of the potential like ethical right. and morality issues that, OK, so Oliver doesn't want to do this anymore because I have a kid. So now I can't do this. But hey, Diggle, you have a kid, but never mind. You go. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Like, like, oh, you have a daughter, but don't fucking worry about it. Yeah. You know? like, hey, the target can be on your back. Yeah. Please do this for me. I'm be, be a real pal. I'm already a black man. I don't need all this heat on me for being Green Arrow, too. <laughs> well, here's the thing. OK, guys, let's I uh, let, let's really talk about this for a second. I could see a show where Diggle leads the team. Essentially, I could see that happen, but let's let's be completely honest. Your your show and all your shows, all your DC on CW shows started because of Stephen Amell. He is your one of your big ticket items, you know, and he's not going anywhere. Okay. Now, obviously, this is a short I think this is personally a short term thing that we're gonna see, you know, him feeling guilty with with William and all that shit, which we're gonna get into that later. Um, cause I have a rant about that, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. So you don't think they're setting up the, the, um, story to end? No, absolutely not. They're not going to end arrow. I, I don't, I don't think it'll, it'll be three or four seasons from now, maybe, but I don't see them doing that. They've got, I could see, like I said, I could see Diggle leading a team or maybe this sets him up for Diggle leaves and goes to legends. I don't know. The fact of the matter is, is I, I could see it happening, but I don't see it being as Green Arrow. You, you don't have Oliver leave and have somebody else do it. Yeah. And I don't see him leaving. I was wondering if they were going to do like the split role thing to where Oliver is, you know, worry, focusing on the white knight part of. Well, I could see I could see them doing it for a couple episodes where like, you know, Diggle takes over and and he shows up while Oliver's there. So it looks like, oh, guess what? I'm not the Green Arrow. Like I could see that happening. I could see them going that route. The fact of the matter is, is we've seen this before. Yeah, the same way Roy got caught. Exactly. Same way Roy got caught. And it's like I personally like, dude, I don't want that. Now, obviously, I don't want him to pull a full Tony Stark and be like, I am the Green Arrow. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that because the whole thing about green arrows you know is his secret identity i mean that's that's a superheroes 101 right so i definitely don't want to see that but i also don't think mike like like you asked i don't think that they're going to go that route it may be one or two episodes i don't see it being like oh i'm passing the torch over and now it's gonna be diggle you know yeah um mike you brought up like the kind of the whole ethical thing about it and you know putting him in charge of a team when canary already knows that he's compromised yeah like, what point should, like, we've always discussed why don't they talk to each other on this? Immediately, I know where you're going with this. Immediately after 
Oliver offers him to be the Green Arrow, he should be like, look, man, I've got issues. Okay, but also Diggle has, since day one, this is the reason why we love Diggle. Diggle is one of the most loyal individuals we've ever met on television, that we've ever been introduced. He's so loyal, he has Oliver's back. Even if it means for him to be an asshole to Oliver, he has his back. And I, I got the impression that he feels guilty. That Oliver wants to be a father, wants to be a real person. And we've seen that there's a little bit of hero worship when um, Diggle looks at Oliver. Yeah, it's kind of he you think maybe not hero worship because he's a big dude. He's kind of he's very independent. But there's a reason why these individuals gravitate to Oliver. It's because there's a little bit of awe behind it. You don't follow a person and put your life in the line day in, day out unless you respect and and they are uh, inspiring to you so i agree with you mike yeah i do but the how fact do you tell the guy no you tell him no because you're compromised and, and if you respect the man and, and you have this love and admiration for you know this guy who you consider your one of your best friends you know family homie bro love you tell him hey man Facebook having, backup, homie. Yeah, Facebook backup, homie. Typically. <laughs> oh, totally. I can see Diggle being a Facebook backup. Oh, homie for sure, for dude. And he just plays the black card you know, every <laughs> single time, dude. Like, don't. Hey, he's not racist. He has a black friend. Hey, yeah, he does. Hey, don't. Yeah, see. <laughs> hey, don't troll Oliver on Facebook. I'm black. Yeah, you can't say nothing to me. By yeah, the way, I point with that too. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, what what I mean by that is I mean that you know if if I've got something going on. And I, I, they want to pass responsibility to me. I'm like, hey, look, I, I want this responsibility, but I'm going through some shit right now. And he, this is where he needs to tell Oliver, hey, I'm not 100%. I, I want this, and I want to help you out any way that I can, but I need to get through this first. In a perfect world, that would be the go-to. But when yeah. you look at Oliver's face and how sincere he was, I mean, <laughs> that's why I felt like that scene – I think that was one of the best scenes since the season started last week was the scene between the two of them. And those scenes between Diggle and Oliver are always the highlight of every episode. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. And I, I, and I totally get you and I would totally do the exact same thing. But when you feel like, like the sense of responsibility that Diggle has for Oliver after all these years and what he's done for the city, I think he wants to give him that even though he shouldn't. And the responsible thing to do would be to say, Hey, I just, I'm just not up so, to speed right now. But at br- the same time, how do you tell your best friend who is just smiling and so happy that he has this new idea? Because he gonna- doesn't have that burden on his shoulders anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, imagine if your friend Bob were to do something like that. You guys are very good friends. What if, you know, Bob finally got his shit together in his life? I'm not saying you don't have your shit together. You know, let me reverse these. <laughs> let me, let me reverse wait, these. wait, wait. Oh, why, why do I not have my shit together? <laughs> let me reverse these. Wow. No, okay. Let me put it back. So let's say Bob's been going through some issues, right? And Bob has finally reached the point where he finally made the decision he should have made from from long ago and you're like you don't want to get in the way of that decision and you may not be the person for whatever he's offering you but are you really at that moment going to say guess what dude sorry Honestly, hate to burst your bubble no but the thing is like i respect bob enough to say hey man this is i'm going through some shit too. i like to lie to my friends so maybe that's why yeah i don't I, <laughs> I don't know man if if i'm if i'm as close as you know like bob and i are i can tell him anything like hey man i'm i've got some problems yeah you know and i just feel Fair like I, also too, to 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 piggyback off this is that you're also setting yourself up for dinah to question you yes and that you know you brought up that word responsibility where if somebody knows 
you know, isn't it for her to tell? And she's already kind of got on Diggle about, well, Renee got hurt because you weren't able to pluck and pull the trigger. She basically was getting choked out this episode. She could have died. So, so you, you want her to snitch? I want her, well, uh, I'm not going to well, tell you what I want seen, her to do. We've but, seen Diggle backhand bitches. But the oh. Thi- oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn. No, hey, Bobby's right, though. Another point, too, with that. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no go, Jesse, go ahead. Okay, another point with that, too, is because uh, Diggle has had his time with his kid, you know, during the season uh, prior. But now that uh, the Arrow has time with his kid now, he wants to kind of give him that chance to kind of reconnect with him yeah. and develop a better relationship with him, yeah. too, because he's never really had a chance to, you know, kind of hang out with him, do things with him, or even get to know him. So I think that's kind of one of the things that Diggle's letting him have too that time with his son yeah but let's let's be honest jesse who the fuck wants to hang out with william he's a little shithead oh god he's a kid he's a shit they are at that age how is he a shithead? he's a little shit we'll, we'll talk about it how's he a shithead he lost his <laughs> we'll, mother we'll get, mother? we're getting there no we're, go 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 <laughs> ready to go go bobby, look dude bobby he a kid lost look, his mother i don't give a <laughs> fuck dude i'm so I'm, I'm gonna rant i'm yeah. so sick and tired of this in two episodes in i'm ready for it to be over like oh i want God. i want adrian chase to come back and shoot him in the face like that's how bad oh i don't like william dude it's a burden on the You're show feel this way it's, you know that it's all listening 2.0 no, it, it, he's as shitty he's as shitty as 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 at least we felicity. can look at felicity yeah at least felicity's hot this kid, it's a kid. I you don't totally. find William hot, right? <laughs> no, not at all. I, totally I think William is a, about, not that he's hot. I totally William. Disagree. <laughs> Jesus I Christ! I totally disagree with you, dude. It's a waste of t- it's a waste of time, and he's annoying. I think it's because you don't have kids, dude. dude. No, I, I don't. Your dad's the fucking Green Arrow. Dude, tell, Are you kidding me, dude, dude? Okay, so tell an eight-year-old to say, "Hey, you're not important because your dad's awesome." Dude, your dad is a fucking superhero, dude. Are you, you kidding me? He, he doesn't have a backpack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. There's no Green Arrow backpacks. Sorry. Like, dude, come on. He's annoying. It's, I, dude. You're keeping the main character from being the main character. Yeah. Turn on the hate train because I hate William. William is literally a waste of time. It needs to go away. So, like, whatever the main villain is, can he just snatch him and kill him, okay, and then just have it over? Because I'm so sick of it. Oh, here's Oliver trying to do his best. Oh, just kidding. Not good enough for you, William. Fuck you. He's a kid. I don't care, dude. Your dad's a motherfucking superhero. If he was a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old, I dude. might understand that if he was acting like that. But dude, he's like, he's like what, 10. Eight? He's like 10, dude. Oh, no, dude. He just he's said 8th graders eight. beat like him up. 12. Yeah, he's like 10 or 12. Yeah, he's like 12. 8th graders beat him up. 8th graders are 12. So that yeah. means he's probably in 6th grade. He's, well, he's 10 or 11 years old. 6th grade is 12. Old. You're 12 in sixth grade. When you fail twice like Ryan? Yes. <laughs> you're not 12 in sixth grade. Ryan. I'm pretty sure you're 12 in sixth grade. You're 11 I or 12. I have no clue. It just worked with the joke. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, dude, look. Look at it this way, okay? I like how you pick on those things. <laughs> Such a dick. Um, <laughs> the dude that just went ranting for five minutes about how the kid, an eight-year-old's a motherfucker. <laughs> just be like, shut up, Mike, you're a dick. So wait a second. Wait a second. It's okay to hate the Bruce Wayne on Gotham, but for me to fucking hate on an eight-year-old on this show, it's worse. Now, if they were to try to make this kid the next Green Hour replacement, then yes, I would have an issue with him as well. He might be. You don't know. If Oliver tried to pass the mantle to him, then I would have an issue with like, the kid. Dude, like, okay. Obviously. Maybe I, you have to have a kid to appreciate. I don't know. Nah. Bob, are you annoying You don't like kid? him either, do you? No, he's annoying. Thank you. But what, what did he do? Thank you. What's, explain to me what he did that's truly annoying. 
Uh, he's I, like, I, want his dad's attention after his mother dies. Oh, does he really want his dad's attention? No, he seems to be like, playing Of course he wants his dad's but, attention. But again, like, so you go back to the, the first uh, episode, you know, who's the bad man? You are you daddy. Are <laughs> okay, that was not his error. That was the stupid writers. Oh, so now we're going to cut him slack. No, but I mean, that, that, that would be, a, that's that would be weird... everybody. I mean, but that that's who is going to put over this kid or not. Now, again, if so, you know, we'll, we'll go back to in the perfect world. If I was writing this show, <laughs> you, you right, like Ryan said that, you know, your dad's a superhero. I'd be playing off that shit all the time. Barry, come visit my kid real quick. You want to go see yeah. the lair? You want to go do this? Look at all the cool shit your dad does. Yeah. You know, not just fucking, fucking cool. moping, yeah. hoping yeah. that Juanita doesn't open up the uh, barn door it's... while you're whacking off. <laughs> so, I think it's the whole murder thing with. Uh, hey, hey, don't. With the green arrow. What's that? What'd you say? I think it's the whole murder thing with the green arrow. Yeah. Is, uh, he's kind of seen in a bad light right now. Yeah. I mean, what, what are you talking about? The green arrow didn't murder anybody, that was the hood. <laughs> different different oh, remember yeah. that's what they're playing yeah, it off yeah. on the F show right fbi says it's different yeah it's yeah. different man that's two people in the most wanted apparently list. mexicans like their kids you white people shouldn't have kids anymore uh, dude wow he had to take it to a racial area <laughs> yeah. come on what are you talking of course dude look the kid's to? annoying i'm yeah, sorry you should see my lawn it's impeccable <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't surprise me the fact <laughs> of the matter is, is dude the kid's annoying i'm sorry that you don't think he is but he's he's annoying it, it's no different it's absolutely no different than the way Felicity was and the way they, and you're right, it is writing. It's totally different. Felicity's an adult. She's, she's annoying. She's an adult and shouldn't be and acting he's annoying. like she's nine years old and never experienced a relationship and before. So, okay, so so maybe I just think nine-year-olds are fucking annoying then. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> so I got like four more years to bring Harley around Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> is that why you get on Mike's kid all the time? <laughs> Yeah, he comes to my house, plays video games before the show, and he's fighting with my, my nine-year-old. Your nine-year-old <laughs> turns the PlayStation off when I'm beating him. He's nice. He's privileged. <laughs> <laughs> God, this guy's beating me. Time to turn it off. You just miss Mr. Hanky? I think I did. I think it was Mr. Hanky. I think, I think the point is Ryan just hates kids. I don't hate kids. That's the thing. I just, the, the thing, okay, let me see if I can backtrack here a little bit and and just kind of get my point across is that <laughs> i hate william i <laughs> i do agree i do agree that the, it's it's more writing than it is actual the character but i think that you've got a dad who is literally a superhero and and i think yes oliver should maybe be playing that up a little bit more and that's on oliver as a character but it's the you know oh don't you know i don't want to he's not old enough to be like oh i don't want you around me or you know like the 14 15 year old kid who's like but i don't want it, you it, around it was a, that, 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 that's not okay true. so my kid right now is going through that with his mother he's nine and doesn't want to see his mom yeah but your his mom's but, not cool you're cool that makes sense yeah but, but mike isn't taking him <laughs> mike isn't taking his kid in a car and his kid having some kind of serious conversation with him and mike going well, somebody paged me. Gotta go. Pull over right here. <laughs> you don't know that. He may have done that. He, you don't know. Hey, can you walk from here? You know the way home? <laughs> That'd be funny if it wasn't even what we thought it was. It was just a booty call. He's up. Oh, I gotta go, son. Uh, see, you see you later. See you later. Oh, weird. I'm gonna go bang some bang some chicks. Out. I do get. I, I think your your I think your argument's flawed, but I get your point. Like I do, I, I do get your point. Like Th it, thanks it, for the backhand compliment there. No, I, I do get your point. He he isn't for everybody. I I was getting annoyed last week. I think he won me over a bit more this week now that he was kind of acting like well, his right. age. And I and I agree with you. Yes, he had a couple I, I, lines. What was that, Jesse? 
He had a couple more lines. Right. Yeah. Just yeah, pointing yeah. and saying I, the bad man. I, I think <laughs> exactly. Where did the bad man touch you? Right William? in his wee wee. I wish Lauren did say that because that did ruin it for me when she said that. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the fact of the matter is 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 I hope that this isn't a recurring thing the whole se- the whole season and that's that's what I don't want I don't want to focus on you know uh, William hating Oliver and Oliver Oliver trying to do his best for William and you know th- I just don't want to see that I, I guess that's my my whole thing um, so I don't know uh, and the funny thing is is let's and and to kind of wrap this up the best advice he ends up getting about William is from wild dog you know like sometimes white lies are good uh, so I, I don't know man white lies are awesome yeah white lies are awesome right like well that, that's that's being a parent right yeah you, know, you, you sometimes you have to do that just to protect them from reality reality sucks dude reality really does suck and and it scares the shit out of people so Maybe, like with santa claus easter bunnies oh, everything else man, why not yeah. you know jesus christ god yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you said Jesus Christ. I thought like, you like you did something over no, there. I'm just saying all the white lies. Isn't it Jesus for you? Jesus Christo. Yeah, Jesus Christo. <laughs> Jesse, is that what they call him? He has to go to. I, I have to say a couple of Marys after this, actually. So. <laughs> say Guadalupe. <laughs> Guadalupe. That's only big out here. Guacamole and quesadilla, quesadillas. <laughs> because the Guadalupe oh, well, we, mission. We only know the regional racism. Yeah. <laughs> regional. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to jump into a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some cinematography stuff, uh, and we'll talk about some of the other people in the group or Team Arrow. Well, hold on uh, a second. Oh, I, don't, I don't have a break ready. Oh, you don't have a break ready? Wow. Way to read the notes. Um, <laughs> oh, fine. Just go to break then. <laughs> um, no, no. I, we, we can talk about whatever. We can talk about stuff. It's the only song I have. Okay. Well, anyways, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Adam and Eve wants to give you more with free gifts. Go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products. That is that is a shit ton. Uh, including toys, lingerie, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVDs. And there's more. We're giving you 10 free gifts. A gift for her, a gift for you, a, gift for, uh, a special gift uh, you just want to give a partner. Who knows? Yeah, who knows what you want to use them for? Plus six full-length adult DVDs and free shipping. So head over to adamneve.com and enter uh, offer code RAINMAN at checkout. That's R-A-I-N-M-A-N at checkout. Head on over. All right, guys, we are back. Um, now, last week I wasn't here, so um, I know that you guys covered a story about the change in the cinematography, and and this was actually something uh, I wanted to talk about because this week we definitely saw a change in the way like the action scenes were shot. There was some cool stuff. Even Bobby, you had sent me a text about certain stuff. Um, yeah, 
you know, the, it, it, it was a lot different. A lot. It, it didn't feel old. Right. It, lo- it looked new. Yes. It, right. And I think that was it wasn't what, something we've really seen before as far as the, the way the cameras were rolling the, through everything. There was a lot of shots, like even during the fight scenes, more rotation, it seemed like uh, they were fight like uh, the camera. And Mike, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like the camera was kind of rotating around the fight scene as it was happening. Um, which I didn't think we got a lot of last season at all, which is, uh, was new. Um, the, the car chase scene, um, there was a lot of more, I guess, in car. Yeah. Um, which I think typically we see more like, you know, the camera being outside the vehicle. Um, so I thought that was pretty neat. Um, one of the things I kind of struggle with and, and, you know, gun nerd guy here, uh, you know, obviously I'm nitpicking, but how many bullets can hit a car without someone getting shot in the face? Was that like... Was that van had bulletproof glass or I, I was buying it up to the point when they had the, the machine gun mounted on the deck. Dude, okay, so that was a browning machine gun. That's a dude, that thing would put turn that truck into Swiss cheese. I was like, uh small arms fire, you know, like rifles. Okay, I can buy that. Like like you said, you were buying it. But the mounted browning machine gun, I was like, um hmm. like, dude, that thing would have to be so armored to stop that. So for a gun nerd like you, is it weird when you see things like this that inaccuracy when it comes to I mean how things would work? We talk about we talk about this a lot. Like we talk about and and it is very nitpicky. I have to remember that this is a show on the CW. Like you know, I'm sure they don't have a gun nerd or or like a technical advisor on. But it also just looks cool to have a fucking mounted gun, right? Absolutely. And 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 to me, that's a cool gun. Like I've shot one. It's a it's pretty cool. Like, but. To have it on there and then, you know, yeah, sometimes it does take away from the realism. Like you said, the 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 small arms fire, the AKs and stuff, that totally made sense. Like, you can armor a, a van like that very easily to stop those rounds. But, yeah, I, you're right. I think it's just a cool factor to have a mounted, you know, machine gun there. Um, uh, but all in all, it didn't take it away from it. It just, I think the biggest part was the glass. Um, you know, that would have to be some thick-ass glass to stop. You know, not some random Dodge 12 passenger van. Right. Exactly. Um, some of the stuff that we we saw, too, um, in the fight scenes was the steady cam shots um, and from the kitchen fight scene, kind of like how it followed the fight. Yeah. Um, which is typically we haven't done that. Um, and I like that. Personally, I like that linear kind of, you know, following the fight scene from in front and you kind of see the whole scene evolve. Um, that's a lot of moving parts that have to hit. It's a Perfect. lot. I mean, and, and again, you know, a continuous shot. I don't know how long they continually shot that, you know, that scene, but um, they just needed the chicken to run through. God, I'm just, well, because everything about that reminded me of like a video game fight scene, and I think yeah. I, I was joking around with you about how yeah. you know slamming the guy into the stove and the flame the jumps flame. up. I'm like, I just remembered like playing video games and trying to do that to people. You're like, oh, there's a I can flame the guy off the freaking stove. Yeah, Sweet, you're like, bro. I'm just gonna stand here till the guy runs over, and so I can <laughs> knock him into the stove to watch him burn. Yeah, I mean, again, I think that's another thing where it's like, hey, this is a cool visual shot. Um, and that, um, uh, you, you have to put in the flames. Well, right. Well, I don't think those flames were fake, dude. He was on fire. No, no, for he was sure. on fire. Yeah. Like, and it was his head, dude. Like his head was on fire. <laughs> I was like, damn. Well, it's funny because we've been talking about this a lot on, um, on supernatural actually oh, blue flame. About, well, not only blue flame, oh, okay. but just like flames in general. Um, 
you know about thomas yeah well he's that's a different kind of flame um but no mike and mike has we've been talking about it's the the gel that they use um to do these like these burns um dude that burn was like his shoulders and his head so i was actually watching it to see where they cut after he falls like where do they cut it's like (laughs) yeah if you're doing a steady cam like continuous shot like how long do i have to burn before i'm out of frame so you can put me out right and that was that was i it's funny because i never would have looked at that and we've been actually talking about that quite a bit lately and so um you know what did you guys think i mean jesse did you what did you think of the fight scenes did you think they felt different or or i i think they felt a little bit um the, the shots were really good. Uh, that fire scene was kind of crazy. I thought that fire was going to get a little bit more out of control because it was getting it was getting big on that guy too. Like it was kind of wonder if it was going to have a big fire in there, but it kind of changed uh, the scene a little bit. But I think I think it was really good. I did think the uh, the bullets were going to go totally through that van, right? Okay, so like as well. I don't know what the heck they have on there. But it's it must, must be a Kia or something because that's crazy glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like it's the upgraded glass. Um, they they paid for the upgrade. Um, on that. No, I just uh, that was one of the things, and I and I agree, dude. I, I it's that a perk f- for uh, walking away with the car that day. Oh right, right. So like, hey guys, so if you buy the car today, not only am I going to give you a great <laughs> price, but I'm also going to throw in ballistic glass. Now this will stop a 308 round. Um, now, Watch, yeah, boom. boom. We are blowing out fucking prices here today. And at my Kia. drums. Yeah, we are blowing out prices. Um, you know, and if you sign up now, give me this hamster. I will give you uh, a pass to ride in a van with Oliver Queen. What do you think? Right? Right? No? It's the dealer test driving it through the, the, <laughs> the press conference. Oh, God. Anyways. No, I, I thought this week the, the visual effects, uh, some of the stunts, everything was really well done. Um, dude, even Oliver bounced that dude's head off the fucking kitchen and dragged him across the fucking... That was badass, that shot. Um, so, again, I, I, I liked everything. He super pissed, too. He looked right. He, he Dude, he front kicks that guy, dude. Like... Right after he drags that dude's head across across the the uh, counter, he then turns and like this is Sparta's that dude right in the chest, dude. Uh, Mike also brought up something that we really haven't seen was uh, that they were doing blood squid packs. Yes, yeah, and you know what's funny is is um you brought that up and I subconsciously I I noticed it, but I just kind of didn't think about it too much. But yeah, we haven't seen that. And I, I, I don't know what would make them change to oh. put that in. A lot of TV shows nowadays have gravitated to not using any practical effects in terms of uh, or in relation to anything that would that may put the actor in harm's way. And the fact that in this episode alone, I'm fairly certain I, I need I would love to talk to the visual effects guy and the stunt coordinator for this episode. But based on just what we saw and how it looked. Number one, the fire scene looked like it was a real body burn. Number one, that didn't look like CGI. That no. was and, not CGI. And that's something we've always no. complained lately about is the how fire has just gradually looked worse since the early 2000s, late 2000s. Yep. The fire looked okay. For some reason, CGI, CGI artists have decided to say, yeah, fire looks okay like that. Completely fake and shitty. Yeah. Let's go this with is, it. This is my fire, sir. Yeah. You're not going to take my creativity away when I want to burn people. But that's that same. You didn't hear that show because the Patreon Supernatural show. We were talking about fire, Bob. But that's exactly what we said. Like, how 
Like what happened to fire looking real? Suddenly it looks fake. And that's why that fire scene stuck out so much for me because that looked like a real body burn. Absolutely. And not only that, that squib, that squib explosion uh, when uh, Anatoly blew up the um, the other Russian dude or, or shot the other Russian dude from the back. I mean, that was a blood spray. And in the past, Arrow either A, doesn't show blood at yeah, they, all. They pan away. Or B, it's obvious CGI blood explosions from their chest. It looks it doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't look, look it doesn't look layered correctly. It's not blended. You can tell that it's not a part of the scene. That was so expertly done. And the fact look at the layers of the shot. When you go back and watch it, you can see and pinpoint how it is in fact a real squib. Right. Because even the jacket flaps open. At the right time, which a lot of times when you do CGI blood effects, all those other things don't work at the same time. You don't have you don't have a CGR, CGI artist going in on a TV show's budget and making the jacket fold yeah, up. The and lapel. Down. And, yeah. Yeah. The fact that that happened, it's just it's a testament to what they're trying to do this year. Number one, Arrow always does great with with their stunt work. They, they very rarely have a bad scene. Yeah. They, uh, I find that the the actress that plays or the stunt double that plays for Thea as well as Thea and um and Laurel at the time, sometimes the scene suffered from the, some of their stunts because um it just looked very poor. It looked slowed down. But since we kind of yeah. got them out of the scene and it's just Diggle and uh and Oliver for the most part. And New Canary is more athletic. She's yes. way more athletic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can get away with a lot more. The camera blocking's on point, the visual effects guys working with the cinematographer. You can tell they're working through these yeah. for not just a couple weeks. They're working well, through these for three or four weeks at a time. Well, look at look at like you said, Bob, the new canary is more athletic. They gave her an entire scene where she's doing the bow staff by herself. Yeah. Like there is no sweet bow staff skills. Yeah, she has super sweet bow staff. But like there's no blocking, nothing. It's her doing that that's that stunt for the fa- lack of a better word. And you're right. I think they've gotten better at at putting, you know, on screen the people that need to be on. I mean, hell, even terrific is now he's getting better too. Yeah, he's throwing T spheres. Yeah. And and a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're very competitive on set, which is good. Yeah. Like you have Oliver or Stephen Amell, you know, really working out on set. Diggle has gotten bigger as the days go by. I mean, they're a very competitive group of individuals and not in a bad way. They're competitive like, hey, you're working out. I'm working out. You're doing that. I'm doing that. And I think that's why you have this this group, this ensemble cast that's just trying to one up each other. Because even Wild Dog is a fucking beast. Yeah, he's he's gotten much better. All these guys have gotten so much better. So let's I mean, now that we're we're basically talking, let's go ahead and finish up this episode talking about the others in the group. We talked about uh, Felicity and Terrific. I mean, first of all, they're those two together on screen are awesome. They typically, um, at least what I'm finding out is every time I see them on screen, I genuinely like the chemistry that they have. Um, they are, uh, I mean, the characters are very similar. Um, in but they're they're, they're quick witted and the right. timing of responses and everything feels natural. Right. They, they complement each yeah. other. Yes, absolutely. And and they, we get to see them. They're going to start a company. Um, they use their skills skills to clear all of their skills. Damn skills skills. Um, but they use the skills to clear Oliver. I mean, they're very important to the team, and I actually think it's cool that they're kind of putting those two together. 
Um, and reminding everybody that they're a very important part of the team. Yeah. Um, and that's something they're doing with all of, of the uh, ensemble cast members. They're finding roles for them like, to play. Like, yep. That that works. Like last year, I think the season suffered from just, you know, they talk about the nine year old William causing annoyances. I mean, all of them acted like nine year olds for the I first agree. half yeah, of the absolutely. season. Ragman and everybody else. Yeah. And now this yeah. year, they're all finding their positions. They're teaming up Dinah with, uh, with Diggle, you have Wild Dog with with Oliver and Lance, Lance yep. and you have, of course, um, what's the goo's name? Felicity and Terrific. Felicity and Mr. Terrific working together. They're finding their positions, which yeah. is important when you have a show with dealing this many with characters. more. Yes. Yep. You have to. Well, I mean, I think, too, by putting Felicity and Terrific together, you're establishing that there's going to be help for when we see how the big bad is going to be taken down by the group i mean we're we're kind of leaning towards the fact that it's going to be a techno um the helix group. helix group so i mean you got to have terrific and felicity that they're going to be your backbone for taking down helix and for them to oh, got another message um for them to establish them together it, it makes sense yeah because if you were to come in and like remember they want to the first five seasons were a chapter. Right, exactly. And so this is the second chapter, so you have to remind people who these people are sometimes. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree. And I think you're right, Mike. But they, I mean, they put Lance, uh, you know, Captain Lance and, and Renee together. And honestly, those two complement each other very well. Um, you've got Lance who's seen some shit and done some shit. And you got Renee who's kind of the author, you know hates authority type person. So to put well, street smarts and street smarts. So you got these two guys together who, who totally makes sense. Um, I mean, hell the scene where they're sitting in there covering for Oliver, like, come on, man, that was great. <laughs> yeah. The, the interplay between the two of them is good. That, it's really it, good. Yeah. And then going at the FBI agent just remind me of something like you would say, Ryan, like I was, yeah, it's, I, I Renee like, is very I, much I, me. How do you get in the FBI? I got some, well, you know, I'm a feminist and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, Hey man, sometimes I like to, I like to dabble. Feminize? In, yeah. Feminize. Is that a word? I feel like that's a word. Sure. It, it is now. It is now. No, but they, they, they've definitely found a place for everybody to where you're like, they're just not forced into a scene or just standing around yeah. in a background. And Absolutely. it also is nice to see wild dog, be able to have a mature conversation with Oliver. Yes, and, and to absolutely. see Oliver be able to actually accept someone's help as well, who he finally realizes does have something to offer, because even last though Renee's has been as much of a dad as he has, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, Renee was kind of suffering with the whole hierarchy thing and dealing with who's in charge. He's one of those guys that likes to take the lead and doesn't really want to listen to orders. However, he's got a problem with authority. Yeah, yeah, but now that him and Oliver can have a mutual respect for each other, I feel like they can lean on each other for also support in that way. I mean, I yeah. can't see Oliver talking to anybody else like that at, at right now about that specific issue. The Not fact, a chance. You know, the fact that he has a child makes him the likely person to talk to. Yep. And even though Diggle has a child, he has not gone through the ups and downs in terms of parenting like Renee is. Yep. R Renee has suffered with a child with issues. So I think it works. It, it was a smart move with the writers uh, from if, the writers. If, if Ryan had his way, he'd be talking to Lance on how to bury a child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you killed two of them. Well, let's say three. But who's counting? I mean, why is the he other one doesn't Lance? count? She's Lance. alternate reality. We don't count her. Like, tell me. I how, mean, I'd like to counter. <laughs> I'd like to counter. How do you go about killing a kid? How do you go about, you know, like 
Just kind of making it look like, you know. Funeral's like expensive. <laughs> hey, Constantine, I need your help. Yeah. Can, hey, you, can, uh, can you come in and take you, my son's soul out of his body? Can you take care of this kid for me? That'd be great. Hey, is Leon, you still available to throw someone into? I feel like, no, it's blown up now. That's too Hey, bad. Nisa. <laughs> Nisa, I need you to get rid of this twat. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Just open the window of the airplane when you get there. Yeah, just kick him out and give him a parachute and have him spend five years on Leon Yu. Then he's come back. Shit, that was my lunch, not the parachute. Then he comes back all hardened and shit. I'm still stuck on how do you get rid of this twat? I mean, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) What? What's wrong with that? Diesel will probably be like, I'll take that for you. Uh, What? That's something you got to keep around. Come on. (laughs) Oh, because she's a lesbian. Exactly. Uh, Okay, listen. Not all lesbians are whores. Try to take, uh, you know, my (laughs) nine year old joke and try to put it down when your entire show is a nine year old joke. Yeah. Well, oh, my entire show is a nine year old joke. Yeah. Huh? So stupid. Fuck you, Mike. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we win arguments. Yep. That's how I win. Um, Good night. So let's go ahead and get. Let's go ahead and jump into final thoughts. Um, since we got Jesse on, we're going to let Jesse go first. What did you think about the episode? <laughs> Way to put him on the spot. Yep, absolutely. That's how <laughs> no, I do yeah. it. Yeah, no pressure here. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was a really good episode. I thought the cinematography was very well on this. Um, a lot of the martial arts scenes I did like. Uh, they seemed a little bit more, a little bit better this year than last year, as far as like the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I did like the canary. She is a lot more um, athletic than Laurel was in this. And it does show a lot, too, because um, on the last scenes with her and Diggle, she's been giving the devil eyes for for him to get his, you know, crap fixed. To get you his, know, as far get his as Diggle his, in her? With his pack, you know. <laughs> um, it did kind of go back, just kind of show what actually happened, because in that explosion, kind of a barrel came and kind of hit him kind of in the back or kind of in the chest yeah. too. So it kind of showed what exactly happened in that for the, for that part. Um, and he is showing a lot of emotion, like they said too, as far as like, he's, he's always shaky with his hands. He's taken, um, he's taken pills for it. He knows the doctor when they went in. He's a regular Michael J. His, Fox. Damn you diabetes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, take this, take two of these, and call me in the morning. Kind of thing. Black guys don't get Parkinson's. I looked it up. Oh, it's it's. I really did. Did you seriously look that up? Yes, they're less likely to get Parkinson's. Whatever. WebMD. WebMD. So, so wait, 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 wait. Because you know WebMD. Like, if I say, hey, I have like it's cancer. Cold. I have cancer, right? Yes. Okay. Just double check. You know, you have cancer. (laughs) Diggle has cancer. All right. So Anyways. what else, Bob? <laughs> or, or what else, uh, Jesse? In conclusion. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Conclusion. Um, we'll kind of see Diggle is going to have a better, you know, role for the for the next episode too. And kind of with his injury, is seen on kind of a spoiler a little bit for the next episode that he does have a crossbow now. No. Oh. Instead of actually having or to pull back the big an arrow, you know, like a bow. That with his injury, there's no way he's going to be able to pull that back. Yeah. Oof. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Maybe he uses little Diggle to pull back the crossbow. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> the three-armed arrow got me. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought Dig- I thought he killed little Diggle. No, I'm talking about... Oh, little, little. Diggle. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I don't think it's that little. That's medium Diggle. <laughs> <laughs> his dick's bigger than his brother. <laughs> Dude, his dick's so strong, it's stronger than his arm. That's how he can pull the, the crossbow The funny thing back. is, D- Diggle's parents still think little Diggle's alive because he just pulls him out and messes him up. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, mom, take care of him. Look. <laughs> Why is he always right next to you, son? Don't worry about him, mom. Has he been working out? He's very veiny. <laughs> He's very vascular, honey. Jesus. <laughs> He must be shredding. Put a uh, little beanie on him. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I'm a little beetle. <laughs> Why is what he making mouth? He got my spit on you. Oh, my God. Oh, God. What the fuck? All right. Anybody <laughs> else? Diggle sneezed. Show. All right. Who else wants to go? Fuck. Uh, it, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. Where I could say... I kind of agree with Mike that I could see this almost being the end of Arrow, and I said that last week also, that if they are continuously disconnecting characters from what they are, that, you know, if possibly this was the final season, I could see their way out. Because you think about, you know, Diggle with his injury, and if it's really, you know, nothing they can fix, I could see him walking away, going to be a family man. If Oliver really wants to take the mantle of being a dad and the mayor, you know, walking away from that. Um, so I can definitely see that as an out if they want to use it. Um, a really good episode though. Again, it's fun to watch what's going on right now. I'm not dreading it. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I stay in the mic, Bob. I, I, I have not moved the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's, you're, it you're looking him. at Ryan when you talk. It wasn't him. It wasn't him that faded out. Yep, wasn't him. Someone else. <laughs> talk about a backup homie. Yeah. Hey, well, he's not gonna back me up. I'll back him up. Um, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, I can see them using it as an out, but I don't think they will. And, uh, did I mention that they mentioned Bruce Wayne? Um, again, that's all he's going to remember. Yeah. No, I mean, this episode was really good. This I episode had Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he doesn't Bruce show Wayne up. was wonderful in this episode. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Dick. Um, but no, I, I did enjoy this Bruce episode. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Um, and I think that the special effects, um and the shots and the cinematography were much better in in, in the first two episodes and I'm I'm excited to see where we're going and and you're right Mike I think you know giving all these different characters um a like character to kind of grasp onto is really making the ensemble cast make sense and it doesn't seem watered down and it doesn't seem like they don't they don't know their place and I think that's definitely um important with what we're doing so um I I am excited man I think this season's in in the right direction Mike? Uh, a few things. Um, number one, I'd have to say that um, I like what they're doing with Oliver this year. I feel personally that them teaming up with his son is a very different dynamic than we've seen and uh, in a, ever on the show. Um, getting away from Elicity is a good thing. I like to see that uh, the Felicity is is a capable character on her own. She doesn't need to be swinging from Oliver's deeg like she's been doing since the first season. I like that their relationship's on the back burner. It's still there. Uh, the fans are given that little bit, that little nugget in the season premiere that there is possibilities, which is fine. Let's go to it towards the end of the show. Oliver Th- needs a booty call, man. Yeah, see, that's okay. And that's more of an adult relationship. When you're juggling a family and a business and a may- being a mayor and being a-, a vigilante, in reality, you don't have time to really truly pursue a relationship. So, so to have someone you love in the back burner and they love you and you know they that you guys will someday get together, I like that. That's more realistic. And for them to focus for a while on – um. On William is great. I love the passing of the mantle to um, or the potential or the foreshadowing of passing the mantle to Diggle. And what that means, obviously, the audience is in the know and Oliver is not. And we already know that's going to end up ending very poorly for everybody. 
However, I like the idea. I love the 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 way to remind the audience how close Oliver and Diggle are, and the fact that Diggle knows. First off, Diggle and Oliver are two of the most stubborn individuals on this show, and for Diggle to accept that he has an issue to Dinah, yeah, is a big thing. And now you have Oliver presenting him, presenting Diggle with a way out for his brother, for someone who he, who he specifically said, "You right. are my brother in green." Two years ago. Yep. My real brother wears green. Is that what he said? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you say no? Even if you're dying, how do you put down your brother in that way to where he finally feels good? You see a smile on his face. He has a semblance of life to himself for the first time in how many years? Right. Um, and this episode had the emotion aspect going on very high. And the stakes were risen this episode as well very early on. I think the only problem I have is the kind of the holes in some of the in terms of questions like why? Number one, why is the FBI an issue? It doesn't make sense. He's on, you know, he's on basically the payroll of Argus for the past four years. Arg I don't know the hierarchy. Maybe you guys can do that for me. Uh, the comic book. I don't know if they the know Har if they know Argus exists. But yeah, the point Argus is, is, is that they're a government agency. Oh, yes. They're a government agency, and you're trying to tell me the FBI is really going to – yes, they may think they have a case on Oliver, but all Argus needs to do is say, hey, pull some strings in the White House, and guess what? There is no issue. So for them to create this drama with the FBI, I feel is a bit silly, and it wasn't well thought out. Number two, the issue of um, – oh, there was another one. I don't know it now, but you know what? I'll leave it at that. That's my biggest problem is I feel like there's a massive hole in their way of thinking when it comes to the FBI and presenting a problem. That's not an issue. It's just not. When we when the audience it's, has it's, been presented to it's Argus. It's a nuisance. Yeah, it's, it's a nuisance that can easily go away with a phone call yeah. to Diggle's wife. Yep. Yeah, it's no different than like the reporter last year. Yeah. yeah. It's not it's it's a nuisance. It's a non-issue. It's a non-issue and I find it kind of silly I that think the writers are trying to use that to buy time. I, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a filler buy time thing. Is all it is. All right, guys. Uh with that, that's going to do it for today's DC on CW. Jesse, thank you for joining us on the show. Yeah, um, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, remember, guys, you can always catch us at any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man Digital app. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW, and Instagram DC underscore on underscore CW. With that, guys, we'll see you next week. Not in the mood for chit-chat. Gotcha. Ready when you are.